Ladies and gentlemen, another episode of Cybercast is here. Welcome, 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 welcome to Cybercast. And I'm Clay. I'm Ty. I'm Tosh. And I'm last. Big Daily. <laughs> Man, what's up, guys? <laughs> hey, has has been a long time. Uh, it's funny. Uh, we haven't spoken on the, on the show, but besides Dick and I, we, I guess the rest of us haven't spoken, except for on Friday. I'm, I'm pretty sure Ty and Tosh have spoken at uh, Oma's birthday, right? Yeah. And they spoke to me yeah. too. And, and they spoke oh, yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah you're, so, the, you're yeah. the only one left out of that party. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> man. And guess what? Uh, our grandma let me have it today. She let me know that I'm the only one of all of the grandkids who didn't call her. And who's she the best? He's the best. <laughs> <laughs> she said even dick called me <laughs> and she even saw ty yep it's gonna hurt for her favorite to, to miss it <laughs> i told her that i was so busy at work and that was not good enough so i i agree oma it's not good enough um we haven't been here in in, in a while and uh but we are alive everyone i'm uh happy to say um we're a monthly podcast now and we are going to discuss not that much about technology today because there isn't that much going on. It's the summer, <laughs> right, guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the summer. The summer is not is not high tide for uh, for uh, technology. It's high tide for scandals, and uh, we don't we don't cover scandals. <laughs> we don't cover don't? Or, orange people, Sh- huh? Should we at some point <laughs> cover should, scandals? Right? <laughs> to get the clicks. Do we want to talk Helsinki and whatnot over here, or is that, is that <laughs> not apples our... Apples or oranges? I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if the li- listeners want, want to hear that. Do you... <laughs> uh, I guess they, the four of them can do a vote. <laughs> the four. Four and a half. <laughs> Who's the half? Me. I'm a, I'm a listener to the show, too. Uh. I don't count that much, guys. But, uh, yeah, so, so actually, um, are we, we going to have a, a, what you're listening to and what you're watching at the end? After yeah. uh, Music Owner? Sure. Yeah, why not? Sure. Okay, cool. Since uh, we haven't been on a while, let's give people that uh, a little bit of a treat of what we are actually doing uh, in, that, in that arena. Let's, uh, let's talk about something that is, is really kind of odd. And uh, I'm pretty sure maybe Ty will defend this. But uh, Samsung and their, and their ingenious ads... <laughs> You know I'm not a Samsung user, right? No, no, you're not a Samsung user, but you're 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 our, our token Samsung slash Android person. <laughs> are you, are you Samsung adjacent? Yes, there you go. Adjacent. Okay, adjacent. What are you on, Ty? I'm on a OnePlus 5T. Okay. Why didn't you OnePlus go? Why didn't you go uh, Pixel? Uh, because of the blue screen stuff. What blue screen? They had blue screen issues, right? With the plus only version of it or both? Yeah. So the plus version had the blue screen issues. What the does that mean? Regular... The, so like white when you look issue, at your screen, right? Uh, there's like this blue glow. And especially when you look at an angle, it becomes very more noticeable. You seen it in person? No. Because okay. over here, trying to get a pixel is pretty hard. Hmm. I didn't know that. Google slipped up with that phone. Like, they haven't sold it well. If you, if you can't get it there, it's, it's a problem. Yeah. Well, I am able to get it, but, like, it's hard to get it. It's the same thing with the OnePlus. You know, the OnePlus isn't easy to get over here, too. Like, going to, like, the regular providers, they won't have them. But hey, remember when Holland used to be the center of the world? 
back in the day. <laughs> in terms of phones? No. Yeah. No, just like in, t- in the world, oh. you mean just general. In general. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, that's yeah. That was that was a long kind of time a, kind of a dubious a dubious time. Yeah, <laughs> very dubious, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Right. just want to so, point that out. So quick, so quickly, actually, before we go, before we rip into Samsung with their ingenious ads, give, give us a quick a quick like, uh, why did you do the five the one what what is it called one plus T what is it called the one plus five T no one plus five T why did you choose that why I chose that one so obviously I got kind of sick of Apple. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. No, uh-huh. not, not any specific reason. Probably design or something. But I, w- I just didn't feel satisfied with you know Apple. But you know the only viable options for Android are for me at least are uh, the Pixel, Samsung, or the Five T. Samsung, yeah, you know they they're kind of lacking on their updates. And in terms of updates, of course, the Pixel is the best. Uh, second one would be the f- one plus and then samsung and i was kind of like okay the whole screen blue screen issue with the with the pixel plus because i would go for the plus i was like you know what i'm just gonna take the one plus on a one-year contract and decide after the pixel 3 and the whichever iphone is gonna be get announced Mm -hmm. to see which way i would go because like the iphone x didn't do it for me Mm -hmm. The A plus is like same thing. Right? Yeah. But so like question, for you, for you, the ecosystem mm-hmm. isn't like, cause you've jumped back and forth now a couple of times. The ecosystem doesn't hold you, does it? Yes and no. Because you've jumped the, now three or four times, I would imagine, I think. No, this is like, I was on, the, well, after Windows phone, uh, Windows mobile, right? Yeah. I went to a dumb phone. Yeah. Then to the iPhone. 3G, iPhone 4, and then I had a Galaxy Nexus and a Note 3, and then iPhone 6 Plus. Then I went back to OnePlus. Yeah, so you basically jumped like three or four times. I mean, you did yeah. jump back and forth to the different ad- operating systems. But what I'm saying is that, like, like for me, I, it would be hard for me to go to Android because I have so many things that I use on iOS already. So I would have to then mm. go and try to. And remember, I usually. I usually actually don't use as many free apps because they just they don't have the polish on them often and um and and very often I hate ads right I hate little ads popping up on the bottom or the top or wherever they want to put their ads I hate those things so yeah. I, I would have to go and rebuy things um on Android and then let's say if I decide to jump back I would have to then either you know reuse the stuff I have already or I'd have to buy new things to replace the things that I have then uh you've been using on android mm-hmm. so what, are so you what i mean is jumping a few times what's that you talking about stuff you have stored in the cloud no no like like io uh so apps uh, like you know okay. a, a apps, camera apps, apps or, like uh, yeah photography apps mainly for you right and yeah that is a that was a, a real concern for me but but a problem for me i am facing right now is like I'm not able to buy apps on either iOS or Android. Why is that? Unless I get a the play oh, because card, the card or the iTunes oh, yeah. card. All right, all right. Yeah, because like I, I w- there was a way w- where I could be able to do it on iOS, but they've discontinued that. And right now, only option is either iTunes gift card or credit card. And well, over here in the Netherlands, not everybody uses credit card, right? Right. It's not a they use pin cards. Yeah, 
you guys call it debit cards or something like that, right? Yeah. Well, like, but it's but the, not the as Apple as, Apple doesn't uh, take the debit cards in in the Netherlands because they no, do air. But yeah, ours is like a credit card. Okay. Yeah. There's oh, not. But, oh, I not see. Like that. Our okay. debit cards aren't. Uh, I got the credit card number on it, stuff like that. Okay. Right. I wish we had. You know, but and the thing is, you know, just getting a credit card for that is like, ugh. and I don't want to buy an iTunes gift card from 20 bucks just to buy an app for one buck. Right? Yeah, but the thing about it is that it, like, so the reason why I like buying gift cards, right, um, is first of all, let's say uh, very often I buy the $50 gift cards and they're, I buy them when they're on sale for 40 bucks, right? And then on top of that, my Netflix renews via my iOS. So it actually uses my gift card balance. Mm. Wait, yeah, but th- that's different. Then you already have a use case. So it's, the money's going to go either way. But the right. thing is, for me, because how much is Netflix? It, by the way, isn't that more expensive, though? No, I, I, for some reason, I think my, mine isn't. I, I think it's supposed to be, but for some reason it isn't. And uh, so I didn't lucky. take it off. I could be that mine because I did it so long. Huh? And mine is free. Yours is free? Yeah. Oh, yeah, T-Mobile. because, because yeah, yeah. I forgot about that, yeah. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, you buy a $50 gift card, and that money is going to, you're going to use that money. Right. right. But for me, I don't have, like, a recurring uh, payment that my money is going to run out. And so, for me, if I buy a $50, it's going to take a long time unless I buy a specific app that is like 20 bucks or something like that. But the, the, the thing is that, like, like it's funny, right, to think about, oh, a, a $50 gift card is a lot of money to put in iOS. When, in fact, like, if you go to the Mac or, or Windows machine to buy a software, oh, it's twenty nine nine nine. It's 50 bucks at minimum, you know? Yeah, but I know myself. I don't buy that much apps. Me neither. I, I, I didn't... I, I, I've bought apps, but I didn't buy that much apps to justify me spending 20 bucks up front. Basically, let it sit there for me to use, right? Because first things first, I will buy my apps on discount. Because, you know, back in the days, I really used to stock like, oh, check out this new app. Check out this new app, which was discounted, right? Mm -hmm. Sticky fingers? (laughs) No. Legal. Legal. iOS, you don't have sticky fingers. Well, you can still jailbreak it, but you know. mm. so basically, let's say um, for you, for you, Tosh, jumping to Android, do you buy a lot of iOS apps? Uh, are you sort of wedded to it because of that? I used to buy a lot of iOS apps, but uh, not not so much anymore. What is that? Why is that? I'm I'm not sure. Mm. I just don't have as much reason for it, I guess. Okay. Because uh, I, I, I did, you know, I did explore a lot of apps uh, mm-hmm. previously, you know, like music making apps, but that that's, I don't know, it, it doesn't really fit into my workflow anymore. Okay. Okay. Um, so for for you going to Android, if, if you if you saw a phone that was interesting to you, you, you could see yourself just jumping over to the other side or you... Yeah, you, there's, there's okay. not much that sort of tethers me to, to the iphone uh or apple sort of uh ecosystem, ecosystem. okay uh, maybe except for the apps that i already have mm-hmm. uh there are some apps that i tend to go back to that i have paid money for which are well like some pro music apps like uh, a metronome uh, a piano just practically you know when we're rehearsing mm. with the with the acapella group that sort of stuff mm-hmm. uh, okay some productivity apps but uh mm. yeah you kind of take them for granted for granted at some point mm-hmm. um but i guess when you know I, I don't make heavy use of icloud i don't use it i don't use iPhotos and that sort of stuff a lot i have dropbox for all of my uh my cloud stuff so that that's platform independent mm-hmm. so yeah if, if 
I'm at a point where I'm considering a new phone. Definitely, I'm going to put some Android phones in the mix. And there are a lot of, a lot of them out there that sort of um, have piqued my interest. Uh-oh. <laughs> Which one? That uh, new Huawei phone that you see uh, on billboards a lot here now in uh, in the Netherlands. I think it's the P20 or something. Or Yeah. The one the one with the crazy camera. With a notch? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it's the Crazy P20. as in really good or crazy as in it doesn't weird? No, crazy as in crazy good. Oh. Yeah, especially in terms of video, it's supposedly one of the best. Better than Pixel? Didn't Pixel take that? Yeah, better than Pixel. In terms of video, better than Pixel. But in terms of photography, no. Mm. I have my Pixel just to take pictures. Because of that 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 uh, that storage, right, that you have? Yeah, and, and it's a good camera. Okay. <laughs> so it's like a good deal. Yeah. And that's your that is your work phone. Yeah. Okay. And I, I and, you know, for you basically, you you have you have both um and yeah, the, the, Mm-hmm. Is that a hindrance uh, when when you're trying to do something? You know, do you ever f- think to yourself, "Wow, uh, oh, it's on the other, it's on the other I, uh, operating system"? Mm, no. Well, first okay. of all, I look at my phones like I look at relationships. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh-huh. And with each person, you're gonna get. I, I like to have more than one, but with each person, you're gonna get different features, <laughs> and I don't get too invested in either one. So I don't have that many iPhone apps. I don't have that many Android apps. Some of them do have both, but yeah, uh, I'm not that app app hungry. No, okay. I actually you know, deleted a bunch of apps recently. I'm like, oh, you did? Why do I have this? <laughs> like, <laughs> there, 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 there are some apps that make sort of being on the go so easy, right? Because I don't have a laptop. I haven't had a laptop since the PowerBook, uh, right? Uh, I haven't had that in a while. But I have an iPad and I have an iPhone and. Um, like if if you look at my last two blog posts um on cwdaily.com they they were edited like the food photography all that was edited on on the iPad you know so um I'm pretty sure I could do that stuff on 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 Android as well but the thing yeah, is I have spent I- a lot of money on apps huh but the iPad is a totally different beast there true true like like a tablet in terms of iOS and Android mm-hmm. that is that yeah. playing field it, right now is mm-hmm. sure. so totally different. Maybe like what I envision, probably Android could top iPad, but for now, I think in terms Windows of tablets, it's iPad, and yeah, Windows is, is a good alternative as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like those two are way hard to compare right because mm-hmm. the phone experience is so totally different from a uh, tablet experience yeah. and especially yeah. on like uh android it seems like in the last couple of three to five years android tablets have been extinct almost <laughs> it's because yeah. of the chromebook i think i think they're focusing on chromebooks more and yeah and th- that's the thing that i envision because Right now, you have uh, hybrid Chromebooks, mm-hmm. which you can use as a tablet, which you can also install Google Play apps on. Yeah, right. Exactly. Now that that fact, if that totally works, that is going to be very interesting and might even topple like the iPad. It, I think it's, <laughs> it's 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 edging. It's 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 chipping away at at the school. The hold the iPad had on some of the schools. I mean, the Chromebook has one. I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely more practical in terms of school, at least from my point of view. Mm-hmm. And that for me is like with the basic argument that without a keyboard, 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I I make do without the keyboard. I can I can I can actually like I I I see where uh, doing everything on an iPad would be almost impossible. But having it as a supplement to a a, mo, uh, a desktop system is is actually very is very pleasing. Actually, I I mean I do much better editing photography on uh on my desktop. I really do. But it's because of muscle memory. I I know everything and where everything goes. Mm-hmm. Um. With the iPad, I kind of have to. You, you, I'm spending a lot of time tweaking and trying to refine, and instead of just saying, "Okay, it's good, next picture," you know. Yeah, um, you need you need you need a kind of little bit of different thought process behind it, and yeah, uh, you know. And the thing is, you know, because I know this artist, you know, who I follow on Instagram, mm-hmm. you know, the stuff she makes is, I like her stuff, you know, like she makes very interesting stuff. With the iPad Pro, I bet. And, uh, yeah, she edits pencil. everything on the iPad. Mm. I don't know what is it. She, uh, it's basically photography. Oh, photography. You know, okay, I thought you meant like a drawing she, artist. No, no, no. Like photography, and then she, you know, edits it, like the photo in to tell a certain story, right? Okay. Fetching tigers is the account. Oh, okay. And she's, she's like, Dutch? she does. Yeah. Okay. She, she well. Yeah, she lives in the Netherlands, but she's American too, or something like that. But oh, okay. or she has family in America. I don't know, but like the stuff she makes is like interesting stuff. But she does everything on the iPad. Oh, okay, but, yeah, I'm looking at this. It. Good, nice, nice, right? Yeah. Well, she, you know, she kind of grew up in like, you know, post uh, desktop era and mm-hmm. like. Now everything is mobile. Everything is the black screen, right? Yeah, it's interesting, huh? Are Are there any moments where you prefer the sort of tactile experience of a touchscreen rather than a, a desktop? Um. So when I when I actually had the iPad Pro, uh, I preferred that because of the pencil. Um. And and there were moments where I I could really go in and edit, like really edit finely. Um. But I gave that to to Kai, and the, now I have an iPad Mini, and so so I I. I don't prefer it, but sometimes I want to sit on the couch watching, you know, a show with Kai while maybe looking at some images. You know what I mean? I don't. I I rather always. I'd rather have my desktop, but but it, it actually gets the job done. And I actually got. I actually posted uh, to the blog from my iPad while sitting on the couch. You know. Mm, you know, that for me is like is like I I do editing on the desktop, mm-hmm. and because of my work, I also need to do it on like mobile. Right, and I have done a couple of edits, you know, just for myself for my Instagram account on mobile, and I don't know, like for small things, you know, like small specific artistic things, it works to go on mobile. Mm-hmm. But like, if it starts to get complex and I need space, right? I need to view the project and I need to have everything laid out. It's hard for me to do it on a mobile device because on my desktop i know the shortcuts like okay i know this 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 is i need to do this 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 you know and mm-hmm. i feel constrained on a mobile device i think you know? i think you'll feel constrained until you actually actually you know practice and exercise those muscles because like whenever i actually like when i'm at work i don't have a laptop with me at work and i and let's say you know someone says to me hey can you please do this and I'm not at work, at, at home, but I have the stuff available to me. I can get the job done because there are so many apps that are available. You know, like let's say I need to fax something. 
uh, I don't even have to go to a store. I could just, you know, use one of my scanning apps and then just pay uh, in the app to, to actually fax it. I don't have to go anywhere. The job is so much easier, actually, if you embrace what a mobile device can give you. Um, and, mm-hmm. and very often, I think that we we look at what it can't do, but there's so many things that it can do. And the things that it can do, if you practice and keep getting better at that, you know. Yeah, but mm-hmm. let me give you an example, right? Like, if you go, like, for my work, if I go out to shoot, like, a project, I come back with, yeah, with 60 to 80 shots. Mm -hmm. Trying to organize that on a mobile phone. Photography, you mean? (laughs) No. Oh, video. Video. Okay. Like, 60 to 80 video clips, maybe even more, Mm -hmm. right, to 120 Mm -hmm. video clips from different lengths. And a lot of times I like to do it lengthy. That's also a problem. That becomes very complex on a mobile device. Yeah, I won't disagree with that. That Yeah, definitely won't. Yeah. But the thing is, what I've experienced is when I I know I have to do it on a mobile device because we start filming it on a mobile device, you kind of start to like, in your head, you start to edit it a little bit more and you shoot everything for the edit, basically. You try to, Think less, right? Mm-hmm. Keep kiss, keep it simple, stupid, mm-hmm. kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. You no, know, and and like that example comes back to my iOS Android uh, debate for myself. It's like I'm in this weird space where I want to do photography and video, but the, everything is geared towards iOS more than it is to Android, which is a problem for me. Mm-hmm. That's why I stay. I, that's why I stay iOS, because I already, first of all, bought a lot of things, and most of the stuff, when it's done well, they always aim towards iOS first. Yeah, but sometimes the experience on Android just makes things sometimes better. Mm. Well, for me, that is. Yeah. Sometimes I've never used Android, so I I couldn't even rebuttal that. So, you know, I couldn't I couldn't give you a counter argument to that. But yeah. Uh, Hmm. I've tried. I've tried using Android. I mean, we, we know I've had some tablets that I just I, I couldn't. Just yeah, couldn't but do you, it. You, you you yet have to try a phone though. I did try a phone, didn't I? Which one? Oh no, no. that was a Windows phone. Never mind. No, I didn't. You're right. I never tried a phone. Wait, you tried a Windows phone? Yeah, a long time ago. That's Remember? ballsy. <laughs> it was fun actually. It was actually pretty nice. I was surprised how good it was. She oh, said really? they did a horrible job marketing it, but I actually liked it. In Nokia? Uh, yeah, it was a it was a Nokia. Uh, forgot what model, but yeah, it was oh, actually yeah, quite, yeah, yeah. quite pleasing. I remember. All right, well let's let's talk about this this Samsung thing since you're saying that Samsung is what 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 third on the list for you? Uh, for me, yeah, yeah. So this ingenious, I mean, this is a take on Apple's genius ads, right? <laughs> or genius, uh, their genius marketing. Right, you guys yeah. know what the genius. That that, is, that, right? that that is the one thing that that always comes across sort of cultist. Yeah, um, <laughs> you go into an Apple store. Yeah, it's like, come on, it's tech support. It's <laughs> <laughs> man. Yeah, right. And it's funny. A lot of times, a lot of times they don't know what the heck they're talking about, and and you know they I I reply to them with an answer, and they're like, oh. So you know what you're talking about? Well, well yeah. <laughs> it's like, of course, I know Apple's kind of stretching the definition of genius. Yeah, a little I've bit. Never, yeah. I've never used them. No, I, I, it, sometimes it like to get something done, you kind of have to go through them before they can say, "Fine, you're right. We need to give you a new phone." You know what I mean? So you have to deal with them. But you also have like a genius and a head genius, right? Or some specific. Um, 
the one who knows more like well there's a group of them who are supposed to know more than the people who are at the front yeah but yeah so and and samsung um has sort of stepped into it with this uh with these ads the the ingenious notch ad the ingenious storage ad and the multitasking ad um i don't i don't understand why um samsung has ads about their products that don't feature their own products but apple's products does that make sense to you guys of course it makes sense why why Why? well you know kind of like poke fun to yeah yeah but but the thing what's the what's like if i if i am because to me personally if i were a a person who worked at samsung i'd be like guys this is embarrassing like we we talked nothing but uh we talked nothing more than about the notch we didn't discuss anything else we didn't say how amazing our phones are no, but like, uh, for instance, the multitasking one mm-hmm. does the most uh, justice because she, the the woman who was talking about, uh, one multitasking because my friend on her phone. Wait, which one? Android phone, right? Samsung phone. Mm-hmm. She can multitask, you know. But I want to be able to multitask too. My nails can multitask. Wait, can they mention the phone in each one? Yeah, yeah, they uh, mentioned it, but they didn't show the phone. Yeah, yeah, I know, but. They imply it, and they—it's an ad about the phone. Why? Why would you imply about the phone? Talk, show no, me the with, phone. Yeah, with like Apple did the whole Mac thing, uh, right? Did they show a product like the Mac PC versus PC? Did they show the product? No. See, but that was like that was like comedy. This is supposed to be funny, right? If they <laughs> yeah, were to, but this it, is like comedy too. Yeah, yeah, well, it was definitely comedy. This, uh, for debate, but yeah, true. The thing is that, like, let's say if they were to go, it would be copying, of course. But let's say if they were to go that route, if they were, in, they were uh, coming up with something original, like the Mac versus PC thing, I, I could see that being funny. This is kind of like it's it's odd because the whole time yeah, that that's taste hmm? though. That's taste? taste. You think so? Yeah. yeah. And I get it. It's I think like every Apple user it. is going to... Because I didn't even look at it the way Clay's looking at it mm-hmm. at first. I just looked at it for what it was. Didn't even think about it. But I think you might get a reaction from more hardcore Apple users. Mm-hmm. All right, so, I, didn't, so, I didn't think it was terrible. I don't think it's I don't think it's terrible, but I think it's a waste of their money. That's, that's debatable. I mean, <laughs> advertising... Uh, I don't think it's a waste of anybody's money when they advertise. Like, advertising is about throwing a bunch of stuff at people. Yeah. Until they buy it. <laughs> okay. It's really all it is. All right. So, so two people so far are saying that these ads actually. Okay. Let me ask you this. Um, Ty, you think this ad, these ads are brilliant, right? Yes or no? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? What? I'm asking. Do you, I'm asking. <laughs> I didn't you. say that. Brilliant? No, I'm asking. I'm asking. Do you think they're brilliant? <laughs> No, who's gonna think they're brilliant? Of course not. Um, it's just a question. It's not a statement. It's a question. Do you find them brilliant? You said no. Dick, do no. you find them brilliant? I think it's a silly question. No. What should it be? I've like, never seen a brilliant ad. I've no? seen a couple of brilliant ads. I've seen with, like I've actually seen a brilliant ad. I mean, they're not common. Uh, yes, I've seen brilliant ads. Okay. But, come but on. like where they don't even like the product isn't is like basically insurance, but. The ass they make is like, wow. You know, uh, Tosh, A for Apple. A for Apple, yeah, that was exactly what I was thinking. They always win awards for those commercials, and they're really, really yeah. good. But and the thing is, do the they product. inspire you to to get insurance with them? Maybe. It brings it to the forehead. Like, okay, I need insurance. Oh, A for Apple doing better. 
Is that maybe interesting? Yeah, yeah but, but, I, I, but I'm thinking, is it more effective than a commercial with just an annoying slogan and then, you know, just a dumb uh, premise? Probably not. It, 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 I think it kind of depends on where you, where you market it to. And the thing is, with marketing is, what is the purpose of marketing? Mm-hmm. One, to bring attention to your product. Hopefully sell your product and to maybe eliminate, like, your competition, right? Mm-hmm. Clay, you forgot about the nineties and I thought early two thousands when all ads were like a guessing game. Like what was it an ad for? Yeah. Remember those commercials back yeah, in the day? Yeah. Like Yeah, I do. What were they advertising? I've totally missed that. <laughs> yeah, I just it would just be a cold open and uh, no sort of uh yeah. reference to, to the product at all. The products. Yeah. That was sure. a thing. That was a real thing where you don't throw it in somebody's face. Yeah. Maybe that's coming back. Oh gosh! Please don't. What about you, Tosh? This ingenious. Do I think they're brilliant? Yeah. Um, no, they're ingenious <laughs> for sure. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I'm, I always have a kind of a uh, a double sided relationship with uh, commercials. Mm-hmm. You know, so I can appreciate the you know a good commercial, but. You're you're always thinking, yeah. There there is a very obvious um, non-creative goal behind it. Yeah. So in, in that sense, I, n- I never expect too much from a commercial. And you know, if it gets more people onto the the Samsung train, then they they've done a great job. And it doesn't really matter if the the com- the commercial is, is sort of qualitatively good or it tells a story or um, showcases their products really um, truthfully and, and uh, detailed. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I've I've yet to come across a brilliant commercial. <laughs> I wonder if they're gonna get sued though, because they use the official Apple logo, right? Yeah, but they actually they actually have the products. Yeah, the, well, the that's one not the, the one problem, that has a guy, the guys wearing the, the shirt actual, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that one. Yeah, you, you I agree. See, you clearly see the Apple logo. Like if you see the product, you should, the same thing with movies. You slap a sticker on it, and it's fine. Right. But like, but the thing is. You still know it's an Apple device, right? right? Maybe, maybe, maybe if if you're thinking conspiracy, then maybe Apple uh, has paid for part of the commercial. Th- that's <laughs> kind of what I'm feeling. <laughs> <laughs> maybe as a sort of self-conscious, uh, you know, sort of self-deprecating uh, thing, <laughs> will be very effective, actually. Yeah, maybe that's, that's what uh, exactly. Maybe it's a win-win for both. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe Apple and Samsung's like. The Democrats and Republicans, they're the same thing. They're always just playing with us. <laughs> all the money's going to two people. Like, to two people, ha, 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 yeah. we're rich. They're like, we're taking but all the, your the, money. But this is, this is the funny thing with Apple and Samsung, right? Like, um, on, on the front end, they're sort of exchanging jabs like this. But in a sort of, in, on the production side, they're kind of symbiotic. Yeah, true. Two sides of the same coin. Yeah, I guess. But they're not genius. They're not brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I think it's hilarious though. Like, just the discussion about the notch in this ad, and also then watching all of these other phones putting a notch in their phone when they don't even need a notch. It's the dumbest. Mm. Th- I mean, the notch to me is the dumbest thing about the iPhone. Is the notch? It's an aesthetic, man. It's an aesthetic. <laughs> I don't yeah. get it, man. The notch is to me like it's like yeah, I know it. I know it. It needs to be there because right now, you know. Where else are you gonna put the sensors? Doesn't need to be there. Well, where else, we had a discussion already uh, about uh, this. But they, they, where they chose to. Where where else the would notch. they be then? We well, you, you could just put a strip. Yeah, but you know, the, like the chin. 
Yeah. But the thing is, Apple wanted to make it as much display as possible. Mm-hmm. And that way you need to have a notch. Yeah. That's right. The thing about it is that you could, they could have just kept the, if they were going to leave a chin, they might as well just have left it at the size of the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus. We already had this discussion but way back when. I'm pretty sure people were like, oh, those two at it again. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I still hate the notch. I, I don't I don't, I, I, don't, I, don't know. I'm no, not a fan I don't of hate it. it. But I don't know what to think of it. Like, especially like with other companies coming with a notch, it's like, I don't find this aesthetically. The thing pleasing. is, that I, I'd rather them do a notch than what some of the other companies have done, which are like the telescoping cameras. That is, that is just simply not necessary. You don't need to have a telescoping camera. It just try to encase it all within the phone because the second your phone drops, anything that is sort of extra will be damaged. Mm. We already have fragile screens. Don't add more to the to the device. What about uh, that's this one phone? Like it has like uh, when you're calling people, right? Mm-hmm. It uses sonic vibrations and stuff, and like the camera is well not at the top but at the bottom. Because is that fine for you? The camera is at the bottom, but is it is it a part of the phone or is it... Exp- it's, ex- it's a part of the phone. It's like basically like most phones you have your camera on the, top, the top, right? Yeah. On this one, it's at the bottom. And the reason for that was? What is it? Well, the reason for that is like main reason uh, phones have a chain is because of the display stuff, right? Right. Yeah. So they kept uh, that part for, you know the cables for the display but the top they completely is chopped it bezel-less. off yeah i yeah i, I could see that being uh uh I, I could see that being uh, okay the thing is that when you're actually doing facetime calls you, you people will always definitely be looking up your nose which is kind of annoying well they know but the camera is at the bottom i mean yeah but like the thing is i always put it at an arm's reach i never put it like straight in my face right I'm I'm looking at my camera right now. This is going to be entertaining for all the listeners. <laughs> uh, uh, interesting because I'm actually trying this right now too. Okay. But my phone uh, my photo. phone keeps flipping upside. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, no, I guess it'll be okay. Yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah, I can see that being okay. Right. Yeah. It's a little weird though because I'm used to looking up instead of. Yeah. Being same weird. here. All right. So none of us think these uh, Samsung ads are brilliant. <laughs> um. I, I, I think most of us don't think much of commercials in, in general. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I think everybody, well, speaking for myself here, but we don't like ads. Yeah, we despise not. ads. And we Actually, know the reason why ads are around. But if the world would decide, like, there will be no more ads, we would be totally fine with that. Well, I think Dick was about to say something. Dick, what are you going to say? <laughs> I thought about this yesterday when I was watching a Facebook video and an ad came up. And I was like, you know what? I need to make it a point to never buy anything they're advertising me. So maybe they'll freaking stop. But it'd be cool if you could have something that can track everything that's been advertised to you. So you can consciously not buy it. Mm. Just to like slap advertising in the face. The thing is that you would say... I know my advertising people I know are probably like, why would you say that? (laughs) Yeah, but you're you're, for for every one of us... There are, there are probably, a, you know, a, a whole bunch of other dummies. Because I, I hear people on different podcasts always saying how they bought uh, certain ad, uh, certain items that were advertised to them on, on Instagram. And I'm like, I, I, I've never seen anything on Instagram where I'm like, yeah, that looks interesting, but I'm actually going to go buy it. No, I'm not going to buy it. Oh, really? 
I gotta say though, yeah. Out of all the ads, those are the best. Instagram ads, mm-hmm. they pull at me. Yeah, like man, no, no, no. they catch my attention. I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. While normal ads is like, yep, bye. No, I don't want to deal with this. Like, ugh. Okay, so but check Instagram this out. Ads? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about an ad that was someone bought something. It, it is the guy. His um, I went photo walking with him like a couple weeks ago. His name is Photo Ernie on Instagram. Okay, Photo Ernie E R. E R N I E. No, no, no. He's a, he, no. I'm saying go check out his photography because he, you know he he does good work. But he um he 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 bought a Black Panther helmet. I'm putting quotation marks around helmet uh, that was advertised to him on Instagram. Okay, the helmet mm-hmm. came in an envelope. I don't know how a helmet can fit in an envelope, guys, but it did. <laughs> Guess what? It was not an actual helmet that was shown in the ad. It was a silicon mask mm. or a latex oh. mask or whatever you call those things. Now, if they had advertised that latex thing, I'm pretty sure he would have been like, maybe I won't buy it. Or maybe he would have been like, yeah, but he was expecting a helmet. And of course, now when you go look further down at the bottom of the ad, it tells you the, the, the helmet is for display purposes only. You will get <laughs> a latex mask. That's that's. You can only get away with that in new social media. Exactly. Exactly. So they may be pulling at your strings, but I don't trust them. And that helped confirm my distrust. Yeah, but that that has to do with um, not necessarily Instagram, well, a little bit, but also with what company is targeting you. Like there are companies that are like, say it's like uh, the Quip thing. Right, mm-hmm. the toothbrush thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody's talking about Quip nowadays. Oh, it's annoying. So, Quip, if if you want to sponsor us, oh, I just it. said it's annoying. Come on. Yeah, but like that, that that kind of seems like a part of this. Okay, I've heard enough people to say that is you know true to what they are selling, right? Whether it's something you really like, that's up for debate. I don't care about that, but like, no. But there are also like companies that just advertise stuff and they sell you crap. Yeah, right. And like, I've well, yeah. Like you know, you know the wallet I have, right? Yeah, I saw that wallet for the first time on Instagram. Did you buy it through Instagram? No. Okay. But I definitely clicked on it. The site. It, it took a while for me to be like. Yeah, you know what? I want this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I uh, I don't know. Not not these ads are. I don't know. I feel like they're they're definitely looking at us like a bunch of suckers. Yeah, but every ad is like that. Yeah, I know. That's why I, I that's why I just have a dis- I despise them because of that. Like I I don't want like I you know what I mean like I'm I'm thinking about this this guy sitting in his office thinking oh I'm gonna you know get to these suckers. I, I don't want to be a sucker. Well, in that sense, you you I can kind of appreciate micro micro targeting mm. you know it, it doesn't become as redundant as it could right right when you when you watch tv ad probably only 10 percent is going to really appeal to you you know as being part of a certain demographic but with my micro targeting it's uh at least it, it's all in your ballpark mm-hmm. and of course yeah that, that doesn't take away the sort of uh, ethical uh, objections that you have but uh, <laughs> at least it's, it becomes more bearable in my opinion <laughs> I'm at least not thinking okay this is completely useless <laughs> now the listeners are like okay guys you guys talked about ads is this an ad <laughs> <laughs> this discussion about ads has been brought to you by ads <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright fine listeners we'll jump off the ads um, 
Any anything else technology wise, Dick, that you wanted to cover before we jump into Music Owner? Um, I'm gonna do a review on dating apps. Oh, okay. When uh, when when can we look forward to that? I'm um, doing my research now. Oh, are you really? Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> I actually have it. <laughs> I have it in my profile. It's, I'm just doing research. So don't get your hopes up if I like you. But what I've realized is that <laughs> I like I like women that are way out of my league. Uh-huh. This is real. That's which not- which apps give you that dick? Which le- which one give you the out of your league uh, bushels? Well, uh, all of them. Like the ones that you know, the girls that like me. I'm like, what? What makes you think I would like you back? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's pretty rude. Yeah, yeah but actually, rude. It, it's been like that in real life too. I just realized it just reinforces it because it's so you can get so many. Because look, if a girl thinks you're cute in real life, she may not come speak to you, or mm. she might say something to you. But on this app, it's easy to just let somebody know, right? Mm-hmm. Just you just swipe, <laughs> and uh, I hardly match up with the women. I find attractive, which is the same in real life. Like, I always have to, like, get to know them and make them laugh or something. But never like, oh, hey, you're so cute. I'm going to be your girlfriend. Yes. So <laughs> it makes it more difficult, though, because ah. it's about first strikes, right? But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be for another. So are you going to are you gonna write about it also on the Daily uh, Daily Beast? <sighs> Maybe I should. Yeah. It'll be good. 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 Uh, reading pretty yeah, sure share, share your field notes yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i might do that maybe i should just accept some of these dates just so i can go on more and uh have some, some more reporting to do let me ask you this mm-hmm. this person that you are in this dating thing uh do you pay for dinner you go dutch they pay what's what's the deal mm, i haven't gone in a bunch yeah. but if i went in a bunch i would probably Explore that more and probably do Dutch or keep it really a cheap first date, like okay. coffee. You, you give him like a, a budget. Yeah, tell him, yeah. hey, you have a, a cutoff. If if you reach $10, you have, you pay for the rest yourself. Yeah. Like I used to have this question I used to ask girls in the club, like how many drinks do I have to buy you to take you home? And it just kind of gets to the point usually of the, if they're willing to entertain the question, you have a shot. Mm-hmm. And if they're like, I would never, then I, I don't buy him any drinks. <laughs> it's like, thank you. <laughs> For not wasting my time and money. <laughs> at least if they laugh at it or, you know, yeah. like, you you can get somewhere, you know, but. Okay, but, Dick, is this purely scientific or if it just so happens to happen, you will be okay with that? If what happens to happen? Uh, a relationship. Oh, man, relationship's going to be a tough sell for me now. Like, <laughs> but, but, yeah, of so, course. Wait, 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 wait. like. What, I, what I have it on there saying I'm are, you re- hmm? are you researching the part of like dating <laughs> with like the end goal of like hooking up or are you researching dating with the end goal of basically you know having a meeting well, a new wife for n- instance neither it doesn't have to be either of those actually I think those are kind of two extremes of of, of dating right now and online dating has really made has changed the dating scene a lot but yeah for example you can specify whether you're looking for a serious relationship a hookup or looking for somebody to marry you can specify all that stuff which i think is cool um but I, i'm I'm not looking for either one of those like i think hookup culture while to some people it sounds fun i think it's kind of like overrated mm-hmm. and marriage is also overrated so there's a lot of in between there's there's people you can just get along with um be cool with be friends with and if something more comes out of it so be it and something more could just be 
a sexual relationship every once in a while, but it's not uh nobody's doing it. Of course, but like uh most people like if they go on a dating site they go for this kind of reason, like be within these parameters, right? Somewhere between these two parameters they wanna yeah. fall. I'm gonna tell you I think most people who go into dating apps, I'm gonna be I'm gonna stereotype here and I apologize <laughs> to listeners, but women go into dating apps because they want to find a person to marry and the guys go in a dating app to find someone to hook up with and those that's that, that, huh in general in general i said i'm stereotyping here i'm generalizing uh and and so those two things um hopefully the girl can hopefully the girl can convince the guy to change his mind and hopefully the guy can convince the girl to change their mind and so they meet in the middle hopefully at some point okay but see there's uh like my filter is set up like on on one of the dating apps which is uh plenty of fish which is not the greatest one but you (laughs) you can you can filter who you want to see and anybody who's looking for serious relationship or somebody to marry Mm -hmm. they don't show up on mine because i don't want to see them and there's some girls that choose hook up only and they'll say like i'm not looking for some girls are free spirits man yeah and i think today's culture makes it them it allows them to be themselves easier they can just say this is all i want now um just let you know and that's like i always holler at those i'm like you know you and i should probably be friends (laughs) i think a lot of people tell themselves a story of what it is that they want when in fact they are not honest with themselves or what they truly want but so like, a girl, you're walking a, girl, a fine line when you're saying that all girls only want. No, I didn't say all. I, I didn't say all. I said, I, but I also, again, I pre, I prefaced all of this by saying I'm going to stereotype mm-hmm. and I'm going to generalize, uh, and and so I don't. I when I say all, I don't mean really all, but I think that um, I think that people tell themselves that they want something. But they don't really. They don't really get to the bottom of what it is they truly want. So they say whatever it is to get. Um, you know, they say whatever it is you want to hear. Like, let's say there is someone in your life. They say whatever it is you want to hear to make you comfortable. And, and hopefully, in the back of their mind, they're hoping that you're going to change your mind and say, you know what, this person is good enough. I do want to marry them. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, what I'm obviously, if you come across, let's say somebody, because a term is used a lot by those, but uh, um, I guess women more have to put it out there because they're the ones that in the past have been labeled as sluts when they're, uh, open, but you know, but they use sex positive. Like they'll be like, right. Right. "I want somebody that's sex positive, somebody that's not gonna shame me for things I like to do." Right. Um, but obviously, if you date somebody, let's say you want to be casual, you want to hook up, and you come across this guy, and you think, "Wow, he's amazing," you're entitled to change your mind and be like, "Wow, I, I think I found a guy I want to be with." And the same same thing happens with guys who have commitment issues, and then they right. find this girl that's like, "Ooh, this is the one." Like. I'm done hooking up. I want to want to marry her. So it can happen either way. I I, I know what you're saying, Clay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a huge stereotype, but uh, it it may be true to some extent. Yes. Right. And same with guys. They might be like, I'm just trying to smash, but then at the end, because guys get clingier than than girls. Sometimes. Yes, they do. <laughs> and they're like, Yeah, I'm just trying to hook up. And then they're like, Oh my god, she was so bad. I want to I want to make her my girl now. <laughs> Until next week when I fall in love with the other one. Yeah, see, but I think online dating has really ruined dating. And I actually want to just see what it's done. Mm, like, okay. I, I'd much rather prefer to meet somebody in person, though. Okay. We meet in person, and but it just limits the amount of people you can meet. Yeah. That's the only thing. Okay. Any questions for him, Tosh? <laughs> uh, well, I was thinking the, the only place where I've ever heard of uh, plenty of fish is on catfish. <laughs> so I'm, I'm wondering if, that, if that's a concern of yours. 
Oh, it's always on Catfish? I never watched Catfish. <laughs> I met sure, somebody man? on Plenty of Fish. Actually, now I met them on OkCupid. Okay, like, I, I haven't met all these people in person, mm-hmm. but I've met a couple of people in person. Mm. Have you tried Tinder? No? Yeah, I'm on Tinder, too. Uh, I haven't got much luck with Tinder. No? I can if I lower my standards. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I always get like a notification. Somebody liked you. Swipe right to find out. But I'm like, it's never anybody I would start, swipe right for. It's always somebody. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Ty, any any other questions for uh, for our uh, resident uh, dater, Dick? Uh, no, no, not at the moment. All right. And when when does the Dick think he's going to get this research done? By uh, is there a timeline? Sure. Hard finish, soft finish? There's no timeline. I think I just need to have enough contact uh-huh. with people to make it a story because right now I could just talk about a couple of people <laughs> but mm. you know that's that's not really interesting oh let me ask you this does the subject know that they are a subject do you tell them that this is for research um, you put it in your profile but I mean that could be a joke but do you actually tell them no seriously this is for research well it, it started off as a joke right but <laughs> but it's partially true like I, I really want to see what, what, what people are doing but it's kind of there, you know what I'm saying? It yeah. doesn't have to be brought up again. Like recently, this woman, she texted me the other day she, or sent me a message. She's like, I'm also doing research. <laughs> you know? And I was like, uh, you're not really that cute. I'm not going to continue. But I, I responded to her. I said, it's, you know, an interesting job or a tough job. Somebody's got something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. She's going to be like, next time she's going to say, let's compare notes. Because mine says it, 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 the question was like what are, what I'm what I'm doing with my life, mm. and that's what I like about okay Cupid. They have these nice prompts, and mine says I'm doing research on online dating, so don't get your hopes up if I like you or reach out to you. And then I say I also spend a lot of time kidding, so that's what I'm doing right here. Mm. <laughs> All right, cool. So yeah, that's interesting. Um, Ty, any uh any other technology things before we jump into music, owner? No, no. Okay, no. Cool. Tosh. Uh, no, no. Cool. All right, then. Let's uh, jump into music on her. Okay. This is good. All right. So, um, it's still playing. It is. It should be. So, uh, as you know, uh, one of my all-time favorite albums is uh, Kendrick Lamar's Pimp Butterfly. Uh, discussed this many times. Um, but what I especially love about this album is uh, how it is able to transition from one extreme emotion to the other and sort of completely switch up its musical texture like it does here. So here in, in the Black of the Berry, sort of we've reached the peak of, um, of Kendrick's emotion and then all of a sudden the music does drops out and we go into this sort of um, serene meditative uh, section. And at some point this uh, ethereal chant comes in. And it sort of sounds like uh, the voice of a, a siren lulling us into a state of trance. And uh, it's actually this siren that uh, I want to talk about today. Uh, she is our MVP. And uh, her name is Layla Hathaway. And she's a, uh, a composer and, and songwriter. Ever heard of uh, Layla Hathaway? No. Mm-mm. Uh, I've heard of a Layla Hathaway, can it be? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Ah, okay. I've heard yeah. of the name, yes. So uh, I'm going to introduce her in a way that uh, I usually don't like to do. But um, yeah, she is the daughter of Donny Hathaway. Uh, I, I usually find it kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, 
demeaning to refer to one someone as simply the daughter of or the son of but i think for Layla, it is it is very significant so so donny donny hathaway her father is uh, one of the uh, i guess overlooked gems of uh, 70s soul music um he's one of the few true baritone singers to come out of that tradition and um, his new case his music showcased uh, how soul can be emotive and musically ambitious at the same time so uh, just to get a sense of that, here's a snippet of his song uh, called Little Ghetto Boy um, from his live album, which uh, I think is one of the best uh, live recordings of the past century. So here is Little Geth- Ghetto Boy by Donny Hathaway. Ghetto boy playing in the ghetto street. What you gonna do when you grow up and have to face responsibility? Okay. Wu Tang sampled that, right? Um, I'm not sure about Wu Tang, but for sure Dr. Dre did. Hmm. I think there's actually a song by Dr. Dre called "Little Ghetto Boy" or something uh, to that effect. I think it's on the Chronic. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I yeah. Think so. I'm pretty um, sure Wu Tang did. Cool. Um, so now uh, here is proof that uh, Layla's father that we just heard played a big part in shaping Layla's musical sensibility. So this is actually uh, Layla's uh, version of the exact same song. So this is Layla Hathaway's Little Ghetto Boy. Little Ghetto Boy Playing in the ghetto streets What you gonna do when you grow up And have to face responsibility Will you spend your days and nights in a pool room Will you sell caps of madness In the neighborhood, little ghetto So yeah, it's almost eerie if you yeah. if you hear it. Mm-hmm. A father and a daughter sounding so incredibly similar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think um, Donny must have made a big mark on his daughter. And uh, if, if you, you know, continue to listen to her music, you'll definitely find his footprint in there. Um, so so just like Donny was a rarity as a baritone, uh, Layla is a rarity among female vocalists as a true alto. 
And uh, if you're not sure what that means, uh, listen to one of the biggest songs of the past year, which is New Rules by Dua Lipa. And one of the reasons uh, that uh, Dua's voice is so recognizable is because it sits in a lower register than, uh, than her peers. So it gives a very unique quality to the voice. So uh, now Layla sits at the center of a, a network of musicians that is uh, at the creative vanguard of R&B, jazz and hip hop. And this includes people like uh, Robert Clasper, Esmeralda Sp uh, Spalding, uh, Bilal, uh, Yasin Bey, uh, formerly known as Mos Def, uh, Thundercat, Terrace Martin, and the list goes on and on and on. Um, and, and these artists are making sure that contemporary black genres of music stay both ambitious and grounded in the traditions that birthed them. Um, and uh, every one of these artists is really an MVP in their own right. So uh, aside from playing on their own projects, they can contribute to each other's as well. And, uh, yeah, you know, most notably Robert Glasper and Terrace Martin and Thundercat, they were all heavily, heavily involved in, uh, in Kendrick's The Pimper Butterfly, all as uh, sort of the musical texture of the album. So uh, Layla contributes to projects uh, in several ways. So uh, she's most noticeable as a, a guest vocalist. So uh, here she is on uh, Robert Clasper's 2012 uh, Neo Soul Revivalist album uh, called Black Radio. And the song I'm going to play you is called Cherish the Day. Cherish the day. Won't go astray. Won't be afraid. Won't catch me running. You're moving away that I'm moving. No! can definitely hear that ethereal quality in her voice as well mm -hmm. um so Layla's also appeared on uh, snarky puppies 2013 live album uh called family dinner volume one uh ever heard of snarky puppy guys no 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 uh, they're this uh, collective of uh, uh i would say jazz fusion artists and then they're kind of the the um sort of the, the hottest jazz fusion act uh, around and they're fronted by uh, Michael League, a uh, bassist. Uh, they're a very cool uh, band to listen to. Um, they make 
what's usually a very complex style of music, very accessible. So I would definitely recommend uh, listening to them. Um, but uh, yeah, this uh, performance that I'm uh, talking about now um, has actually earned uh, both Snarky Puppy and Leila Hathaway a Grammy for Best R&B Performance in 2014. And one of the reasons this uh, song called Something uh, caught the ear of many is uh, due to an insane vocal technique uh, Leila uses there. And I will just play you the section where she actually does it just uh, so you can, uh, can hear it. So this is Something by Snarky Puppy. I'm uh, gonna skip ahead a little bit just to find the exact uh, spot, okay? catch that guys did we get it guess it well did you sort of understand what she was doing there not really not really yeah maybe it's kind of hard if you're just listening to it seeing it is a whole different thing oh, for but real? she was singing chords mm. by herself oh that's all her that's all her well except for the choir of course it comes in in the chorus but uh yeah that's that sort of uh choral thing that you hear heard you know interspliced in the solo yeah yeah it's just her singing chords wow interesting and i had to replay this section like 10 times to actually believe what i was seeing or hearing <laughs> let's yeah. uh, put it that way um and you know I'm, I'm familiar with things like uh um mongolian throat singing where you're singing a, a bass note a, a drone with um sort of uh overtones sounding out uh over top but this is something completely different this is really just um, i don't even I, I can't even begin to fathom how she does it uh probably something with her false vocal cords and uh, some sort of <laughs> sympathetic uh vibrations or something but uh, yeah it's crazy so yeah. um make sure you you look back at the the video of this to actually see her doing it live yeah. it's uh, it's incredible um, so I think this this was kind of her claim to fame. This is what most people know her from. Uh, and what you can definitely hear in this piece is that uh, uh, Layla has some serious jazz chops in, uh, with all that improvisation that she does. Uh, and she showcases this as a sol soloist, but uh, as a background vocalist as well, like the Kendrick Lamar example that you heard at the beginning. And uh, she recently uh, worked on an experimental uh, jazz project by double bassist and vocalist uh, Esperanza Spalding um, called Exposure. And um, the whole record was uh, written, rehearsed and recorded in a uh, continuous 77-hour uh, uh, studio session, um, which was streamed live on, uh, on Facebook Live. Um, and that stream gives great insight in how uh, Layla actually collaborates. It's, uh, it shows the degree of control Layla has on her voice, uh, that she can completely morph and manipulate her voice to suit the song, 
So uh, I, I would like to play you an excerpt from the actual live stream. Um, and in, in that segment, Layla is in the vocal booth uh, doing takes and Esperanza is in the control room. And uh, at this moment, they're, they're listening back to a take. I'm going to give you an ah right there, which is not flimmy. Let me give you one ah. <coughs> Just right there, okay. and I'm good. So it's the second one, right? Yes, sir. Ah, ah, ah. Mm. Ready? Yes. So it, it takes a lot of skill and experience to be able to put that much nuance into a vocal performance. Yeah. And it, you know, if, if you're not really up on this kind of stuff, it might pass you by completely. But uh, to me, as, a, as someone who sings and as someone who is involved in studio projects, it's uh, just incredible to see an absolute pro at work. Mm -hmm. um, and I think this is what exemplifies Layla as a, an artist and collaborator, is her ability to tune into a creative stream and just express her creativity through a voice. So to me, that's uh, the mark of a uh, true MVP. Um, you can listen to, uh, to Layla Hathaway's contributions on a lot of other projects, uh, you know, ranging from Grover Washington to Marcus Miller, Mary J. Blige, Robert Glasper, Kendrick Lamar, Snarky Puppy. Uh, and the list goes on, but uh, I hope with this I've gave you a sample of her versatility and just uh, just the the loads and loads and loads of, of musical talent that she brings to the table. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna keep an ear out. <laughs> and uh, the funny thing is here that uh, I've had this MVP episode uh, in my notes for a long while. Um, and it was sitting on the back burner a little bit. And then last week, uh, I incidentally caught uh, a live performance of hers on uh, my favorite uh, sort of concert series at the moment, which is the Tiny Desk Concerts by NPR. Mm. Yeah. They're really setting the standard for uh, just music programming. Mm -hmm. uh, they've been doing incredibly well with program great artists lately. And Layla Hathaway was just on uh, the other week. So... Uh, that sort of uh, gave me that boost to uh, uh, speed up yeah. <laughs> finishing this uh, this episode and uh, bring it to you guys. Nice. So uh, definitely listen and watch her uh, NPR Tiny Desk concerts uh, as well when you get the chance. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nice. I'll make sure to put that in the show notes for the listeners. Cool. All right, cool. Well, uh, heads, heads off to her. Yeah. Definitely, mm -hmm. uh, definitely worthy of uh, MVP. Oh, yes. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, Dick, you have a hard out now, Dick? A what? <laughs> you have a hard out. <laughs> you have to leave. <laughs> um, shortly. We were going to go into what we're, we're watching, listening to right now. Yeah, but that's the last thing we're doing, right? Okay, and then yeah, we're yeah. rapping. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you go first, Dick. What, what, are you, uh, what are you watching, listening to right now, reading? Um, I've been watching Rick and Morty. <laughs> the thing is, I, I, I never really watched the show, but I always wanted to get into it. Mm -hmm. Any of y'all watch Rick and Morty? A long time ago. I've heard a lot about it. I haven't yeah. watched it. It's, it's like one of those things where I think you just kind of have to know 
because I'm sure I'm sure there's so much like pop culture references, references. that will yeah. reference that show, and it references pop culture. I'm sure, but I just I I just watch on the Adult Swim app. You know, mm-hmm. it's free. And I just, it's always running on on marathons. So I just turn it on sometimes, and and I've been watching it with Jacks. <laughs> oh boy! But I, I like Kimmy doesn't like it, but I like when kids watch off an adult comedy because it it can give you a better um, sense of humor. I think mm-hmm. I think it can give you a more mature sense of humor because it's shows that you we used to watch that were not for kids, or there was you know humor and it's more for adults. adults. Yeah, yeah, like Freakazoid. You know, remember that show? Yeah. <laughs> Which is for kids. It came on Saturday morning, cartoons, but it's for adults. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it wasn't as, as inappropriate as Rick and Morty. Um, let me see. I've been trying to get into Luke Cage, but... Not holding really. you? Hmm? It's not holding you? I, I'm I'm getting through it slowly. Like, yeah. I, I just don't spend a lot of time watching TV. But yeah. I've been listening to... Uh, anybody familiar with Colin Stetson? No. No? He's a, a saxophone player. And... No. I'm not really sure how I came across his uh, music. I came across an album called uh, A New History of Warfare, I believe it's called. Mm -hmm. But, man, I don't know. Just over time, it just kind of like... Part two. So it's like a three-part series to that, Mm -hmm. that, uh, I guess, that track. I mean, that album. But it's very interesting. I think you should check it out, Tosh. Just the way... The things he can do with a saxophone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You'll think you're listening to like a a band... So I'm kind of giving it away because I used to listen to it and I used to just wonder like how are these sounds being made and you know who's doing this sound and I realized this guy's doing all of it with a saxophone. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Is he part of Too Many Zoos? He was part of Arcade Fire. He was he played uh. for Tom Waits. He he used to be a hired gun, um, and then he started. Re- I mean, I think in 2008 he he did the first volume of that solo project. But it's funny because. Um, I've been. Y'all heard about the movie Hereditary? No, I've heard of it and was planning to go. I want to see it. I think I want. I want to assign it as a project if we can all go see that movie and discuss it. Okay. Because I'm mm-hmm. kind of scared to see it. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, it looks really twisted. So Wait, if we is it if, like Tusk? No, no, I, I know nothing about it. <laughs> this I really know nothing about it. I think yeah. less gory. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So if we if we're all gonna commit to it, I'll go see it. I'm kind of iffy on it. Okay. Uh, but I've been wanting to see it, and and I, I know it's re- it's gonna relate to Colin because I was looking for new music of his, and he did the soundtrack for that movie. Oh, the whole t- not the whole soundtrack. He did part of it. Yeah, the whole soundtrack. He, the soundtrack. It's his music. Oh, so you could actually listen to the soundtrack and get a feel for him. But um, the new history warfare part volume two is actually the one I would recommend, or start at volume one. But it's it's a lot of music to get through, to kind of be like you know. It, not everybody can appreciate it. It sounds like noise, but it's so impressive. Mm. Very impressive stuff. Sounds good. Cool. So. Yeah, we're going to go. Yeah, we're going to go to Grandma's house now. Okay. Can you? Hey, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> can you wait outside? I'm, I'm, I'm talking right now. Close the door. I'll be right there. No, go outside. No, I don't want to go outside. Go outside. <laughs> <laughs> Jax. <laughs> I want. I want to be quiet. Okay. He's going to be quiet. We'll see okay. how that goes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm very uh, into that, and uh, hopefully somebody else can get into it. Yeah. Uh, I went to go see Radiohead. You did? In in New York. You, wait, you did? So that was, mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. Alone? How was it? Uh, 
It was cool. And then uh, Johnny Greenwood has like this pet band. I think it's called Rajasthan Express. It's like a, a group that he's... Yeah, so they, they, they opened up a group that he's like promoting and producing. But oh, it was cool. cool. You went, you went alone? I enjoyed it. Yep. Went solo. Went cool. for one day. <laughs> caught a flight. Uh, didn't, didn't finish a show. Mm-hmm. And caught a flight out in the morning. Cool. Hey, how, did, did the, the Pentonic show... Did you go there to that? Holy, that was this weekend. That was yesterday. Did you go? No, I did not go. Ah, uh, that's too bad. That is, that was. Oh my gosh, dude! I had this nagging feeling. Like I was like, "What am I supposed to? What am I supposed to be doing today? What am I supposed to be doing today?" Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, yeah. I think you're missing out because uh, I've seen some uh, some tour footage. I have. I have the really tickets, stepped up their man. production, man. For real, <sighs> dude. I really wish. Uh, how did you remember? Oh, well, I remember this stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you reminded me, like, hey, Dick, you excited about the show? Like, oh, man, I feel stupid. <laughs> it's because it's I bought it so early in advance. Right, right. Just uh... Oh, you bought the ticket. Yeah, I got tickets. Dude. How do you get that, though? I do not. I don't I don't even know. I, I swear, like, I had this feeling, like, what's up with this date? <sighs> Oh, dude, that's like so sad. All right, next time, I hope, hopefully, you'll remember. <laughs> Put it on your yeah. reminders. Yeah, I know. I should have. I was yeah. dumb. Real dumb. All right, cool. Um, anyway. Anything else? No, okay. that was it. Cool. Um, Ty, anything you're uh, watching or listening to or reading? I'm watching The Good Doctor. It's still good or not good? Because uh, you were watching it before, right? No. Oh, I thought you were. No. Oh, okay. I've never watched the Good Doctor. I get you enjoy it, I guess. Is it is it like the the other one, the other show that it's supposed to be like? Which good, one? The Good Wife or, or whatever. Good Wife. I don't believe I saw the Good Wife. The Good Wife is more political, right? Yeah. No, this is far from political. Okay. This is more. Uh, the basic premise is um, autism. There's this, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was one. It was becoming a surgical resident. Yeah. I saw I saw a few yeah. clips of it. I I don't think I could watch that show. It's too anxiety inducing. It reminds me of myself too much. Yeah, that's why I like it. Though. <laughs> you know, the thing is, to this day, I'm I'm not diagnosed with autism though. But I have autistic tendencies. Yeah, I can, I I uh, yeah. No, but it, it, it's a good show. You should watch it. No, I can't. I I tried. I can't. I can't. It's too. It, it it actually gave me anxiety. I couldn't watch it. Yeah, too confronting or yeah. Papa Xanax, huh? Papa, Papa Zanny? Xanax. <laughs> <laughs> Drop some bars. No, I'm good. You can make your own drugs, right? Yeah, fill yeah. your own prescription. <laughs> I don't think he's allowed to be talking about that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So the good doctor and uh, anything else. I know you're not uh, reading, I'm, so I'm not going to ask you if you're reading. <laughs> no, I'm still not reading. <laughs> uh, I've been listening to a couple of podcasts, though. Oh, yeah? Which one? Um, Star Talk. Oh, that's uh, DeGrasse Tyson? Tyson? Neil DeGrasse Tyson. Yeah. And uh, specifically, like, the Cosmic Queries stuff. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's interesting, you know, like, it opens up the mind, right? Like that, that, that guy. Work. Let's before we go on. That guy is is an amazing dude, isn't he? Yeah, like he definitely is. Just, I'd like to be in a room with him, IRL, and just discuss whatever. And it seems that he probably would have an answer for everything. Yeah. But what I like Although, about him mm-hmm. is that he's humble, but he's well aware that he has a legacy. Yes. Like he's like a a living. He knows he'll be appreciated when he dies. You know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Although, like. 
Have you seen the interaction between him and MKBHD? No. I kind of haven't been watching much like MK, M, you know, Marcus Brownlee lately. Why? What, what happened? No, it, it was like three, a long time ago. Uh-huh. Like a long just, time just ago. Just a one-on-one conversation, right? Yeah. They had two. One was a couple of months ago and one was like a year or maybe one and a half years ago. Uh-huh. But that felt a little iffy. Like he was really focusing on how young he was. And like uh, sometimes he tries to be too funny. Yeah, yeah. He d- so sometimes he does something. try to be. Like, sometimes I think it's he's 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 holding on. Like especially if you look at uh, old old clips of him and uh, um, what's that? Uh, the ATS who passed away. What's his name again? Oh, I forgot his name. But like, you know, there are moments of him trying to be really overly funny. And it's kind of like, OK, you're, you're, you're very smart and you're very you can be funny. But maybe, you know, maybe everyone doesn't get your sense of humor. Yeah. So, so you're saying that he was I'm, too ageist towards uh, Marcus Brownlee? I got that feeling oh, a little okay. bit. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, also, know. I will. Uh, I'm gonna say Marcus Brownlee usually doesn't fare all too well outside of his own YouTube channel. I, I mm. agree. That it's kind. It's kind of awkward. Yeah. yeah. You I saw that. that. You saw that interview with him and Kobe Bryant. That was awkward. <laughs> I haven't. No. Yeah. It was. It was a little bit painful to watch. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He's 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 good at what he does. Yo, and he's a smart smart dude. Yeah. Uh, undoubtedly, but. Uh, I don't know. I do want to see a podcast between him, Erica Griffin, maybe I Justine for Comic Relief. Who? Wait, who? Who? Wait, who's him? Marcus? Yeah, MKBHD, oh. Erica Griffin, and I Justine. Mm. Maybe someone else, but too. But definitely MKBHD and Erica Griffin. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so Star Talk, mm-hmm. great stuff. Uh, today explained with oh yeah the the Vox uh, thing right yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's good Indeed. and that's actually a podcast and a TV show on Netflix oh is it yeah okay so the one on Netflix is more bit same length but a little bit of different spin on it mm-hmm. and that's weekly I believe okay cool and I, uh, it's a pretty interesting show mm-hmm. a, a lot of Trump at times but. <laughs> Uh, well. It's 2018, baby. But, the model, yeah. a lot of trumpet thumps. But they kind of want to explain like the things that are going on. Yeah, the today. things that he's blowing up. Yeah, I get you. And the last thing I'm listening to is couples therapy um, with Casey, Candace, and Casey Neistat. Oh, I'm gonna sound like a what? hater, but I've had enough of Casey. Sorry, <laughs> God. Uh, in terms of his flocks, yeah, I I get that. Yeah. I get that. I th- at least I think I don't know what your motive is behind it, but no, I just it's like I've 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 seen enough. He's, he's it, there's no evolution there. He's the same, and it's you know, he's 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 pioneered a a, a thing, you know, a look, uh, a movement, uh, a feel, and everyone is running with it, and it's kind of like, but he's still that thing, right? For being a pioneer, I, I would I haven't seen a single Casey Neistat video, but it's kind of a sort of guerrilla approach to blogging, right? Just out, out and about, and yeah, out and about. Um, he's he's he has he, he the way he he edits his videos uh, are, are are really nice. He has the whole you know the whole jump cut stuff, right, right, Ty. Yeah. Um, he's he's yeah, he you see the style everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't see it everywhere, but like he has a specific style that he kind of pioneered in terms of YouTube vlogging. Yeah. You know, and and right now he's doing this three six eight type of project yeah. but i don't know where that's going man it's like 
for now it kind of seems like it's the same it is it is the same. the same thing there's no evolution but no nah, the thing is the 368 is that thing is gonna come in like two years or so oh, okay yeah i don't know so it's a slow burn because yeah i, I kind of think he wanted to document that process you know mm-hmm. and make a, a whole project around it but i think the whole day-to-day task of actually like making sure the place gets built is not interesting to it's not interesting at all i'm sorry it just isn't I, I basically no, no, but the idea behind the three six eight is interesting. Yeah, that is but, interesting, but 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 that that is also sort of a, it's almost like um, it's a it's like a, a a club that most people are not gonna be a part of. So it's being flaunted in front of all of us. But guess what? Yeah, you're not gonna get in. So what's the point? Just build the thing already, and you know, <laughs> invite the people you're gonna invite. I don't want to see everything behind the scene. Create the stuff that you're gonna create. If it's if it's good, we'll watch it. If it's not, we won't. No idea what you're talking. About. He's he's like creating like a a, a sort of collective an empire of 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 creatives who are going to produce different things like podcasts and YouTube yeah, vlogs. Like a how do you, uh, incubator? Incubator. There you go, incubator. Yeah. But it's sort of an incubator well, that's being built in public. But it's like it's like you're not like like let's say us the cybercast. We're not gonna get invited to it. I mean, I'm fine. I, I don't. I don't no, want to be invited. You can't say that. But like the thing is, I I kind of think the podcast might is actually part of that. But the podcast is actually very interesting because it's totally left field of what case, what his vlogs are like. Mm-hmm. Right? It's basically him and his wife doing basically couples therapy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not against the that. therapist. Yeah, I'm not against. Really? It. Have you heard it? No, I haven't heard it. But what but I'm saying it is, but it's it, it, it is ba- is really basically the relationship between them, yeah, and how they kind of work, and then a little bit of uh, audience interaction, yeah. You know, and, it, and it's kind of refreshing to basically to hear two people talk about like what their problems are, like you know, and you know, it's something totally different. Yeah, it's interesting, and especially like Candace. I like Candace. I like her a lot. She's, She's a very smart person. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But like a lot of people give her a flag because she basically doesn't give a bleep. She doesn't. Right. And I like that and about her. She, she you know, she's a little bit of tomboy and sometimes she doesn't might not look as pretty to people, but she's just being her. Right. Right. Doesn't care. If she wants to act pretty today, she acts pretty. If she just wants to be in a boxer short, she walks in a boxer short. Right. You know, and she's smart. Well, that's a great podcast. You guys should check it out. Who's up next? Um, um, Tosh, what are you watching or listening or reading? Okay, I'll go really quickly. Um, so I have a bunch of podcasts that I'm listening to, a lot of them music related. So uh, you have And the Writer Is about songwriting, Dissect. That's amazing, amazing uh, stuff. Um, I've, I've talked about it before. Um, it's a guy who every season of his podcast just dissects an album. Um, and this season he's tackling uh, uh, Frank Ocean's uh, Blonde. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good listen. Um, 20,000 Hertz. Not strictly about music, but sound in general. Uh, it's by the sound design uh, company. And uh, they just go into the how sound works, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mentioned the Tiny Desk Concerts. Um, definitely, um, if you want to see some good um, black styles of music, they've been really good at programming those lately. So... 
old hip hop acts like Rakim, OC, uh, the, uh, Big Daddy Kane have uh, passed by recently. Uh, a lot of good R&B, uh, soul, what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of music, I've been definitely paying attention to the outputs from uh, Kanye West's uh, camp, the five short releases that have come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, all very interesting in their own right, I must say. Kitsy Ghost definitely takes the cake for me. Um, I've been, I've started reading uh, Dan Brown's Inferno. Mm. Um, I'm not that far in yet, but it's uh, already uh, a good ride, I can tell. Uh, and that's about it. Cool. All right. For me, uh, podcast, I'm listening to the Digital Soup, uh, Shorter Time. As you know, as you guys know, uh, slow podcast. Did you get you guys heard the slow podcast episode with me, right? Oh, yeah, I, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, does a good job really with good that episode. show, man. Yeah, thank you. Um, and shows I'm watching, I'm watching. Did you guys ever watch Legion based on that Marvel comic? No, no, no. Oh, okay, that's a really good show. I think I, it's it, it, it's kind of like watching myself because it's uh twisted like that, but uh, it's a good show. Um, that girl from Parks and Rex, uh, I forgot her name. Um, she's in it really good. Um, I'm also watching Naruto. You guys, of course, ah, probably watched one? that. Huh? That's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. There's so which much, one? there's so much deep messages in that show. Yep. You know, it's like Naruto, Naruto never give up. Believe it. No, you know, no. you know what, you know, when I rewatch it, when they come out with a condensed version. Oh yeah. I know. Right. <laughs> I know. Well, which one? With all the filler taken out. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't understand why why they had to do it that way. It's like a recap. Everything is a recap. <laughs> no, but the like the actual fillers, those are annoying. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Those are annoying. Yeah. But you, uh, you have you hit Shippuden yet or no? No, no, not yet. I'm actually uh, like I'm think I'm only on season three or four. I'm very way way far away. Yeah. yeah. yeah around Shippuden, it gets really uh, really serious. Yeah. Yeah, especially the end, man. Whoa! I never watched it. No, dude, it's it's, it's really good, Dick. Really good, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. On that note, is Jack still in the room? Thank you, listeners, for uh, sticking with us, for listening in. Please share our episodes with all of your friends, with your mom, so she can find out about the dating that Dick is going to be writing about. Um, I'm Clay. You can find me on all of the social medias under CW Daily. Dick, where can we find you? Uh, okay, Cupid, Plenty of Fish, Tinder, <laughs> DailyBeast.com, uh-huh. Black Planet. No, no, not Black Planet. Now, now you finally have a good use for the hot boy Dick uh, oh. Twitter account. <laughs> oh my god, it's funny you remember that. <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> All right, cool. So find Dick everywhere on those places. Um, in uh, he might uh, he might swipe you. Um, Ty, where shall we find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. Cool. At Ty09. Ty09. Yeah, Ty09. Yes. Cool. Tosh. I'm uh, at Tosh Pollock on Twitter. Cool. Ciao. Hello. Later. Peace.